Welcome to Crime, Corruption, and Cocktails, the true crime podcast where we look at cases of corruption and negligence and examine their historical and cultural implications. Today, I'm drinking a mojito. What do you have in Jenny? I'm drinking a painkiller, and on this week's episode, we're exploring the story of the Bling Ring, a group of teens and young adults that robbed homes of various Hollywood celebrities. The group was also known as the Hollywood Hills Burglars, the Burglar Bunch, and the Hollywood Hills Burglar Bunch. The alleged mastermind behind the bling ring was Rachel Lee. Lee had been expelled from her high school in Calabasas, California, and began attending Indian Hills, an alternative high school in Agora Hills, California. Lee loved reality TV and was said to be quote-unquote obsessed with Lindsay Lohan. At Indian Hills, Lee met Nicholas Prugo, who was new to the school. Lee and Prugo quickly became friends. They both loved celebrity culture, fashion, and partying. Lee and Prugo were both heavily using drugs at the time, and Prugo was stealing from his parents to support his addiction. Their first burglary was that of a classmate who was out of town during the summer after their sophomore year of high school. They stole $8,000 in cash and split the money between them. In addition to breaking into homes, Prugo and Lee also stole cash and credit cards from unlocked cars in Hollywood. They'd spend their stolen earnings on Rodeo Drive. Lee had a history of stealing prior to her burglary with Prugo. A year after starting at Indian Hills, she was fined for shoplifting $85 worth of cosmetics from Sephora alongside former classmate Diana Tamayo. Though Tamayo was allegedly known for getting into fights, she was the Indian Hills student body president and had been awarded a future teacher scholarship upon her graduation. Lee and Prugo were both 18, and their group, include 19-year-old Tamayo, 19-year-old Courtney Ames, the stepdaughter of boxer Randy Shields, and a friend of Lee's, 18-year-old Alexis Nyers, who was homeschooled but knew Lee and Prugo through a mutual friend. Courtney Ames also introduced the group to 28-year-old Johnny Adjar and 27-year-old Roy Lopez. Johnny Adjar, also known as Johnny Dangerous, was Ames's boyfriend at the time and a club promoter for the popular Hollywood nightclub Lay Do. Lopez was Ames's co-worker. Adjar did not participate in any of the robberies, but he did resell stolen items for cash. The Bling Ring's first hit was Paris Hilton's home. They robbed her home in December 2008. Lee and Prugo targeted Hilton because they thought that her door would be unlocked and that Hilton would have so much stuff she wouldn't notice any missing items. Not only was Hilton's front door unlocked when they arrived, but her spare key was under the welcome mat. In order to make the burglary less obvious, Lee and Prugo stole only a few items of hers at a time. They returned with the group four or five more times, but Hilton did not realize anything had been stolen until $2 million worth of clothing, jewelry, and cash went missing, reportedly taken by Lopez. This was allegedly the only robbery Lopez was part of. The bling ring broke into Hilton's home so many times that Lee allegedly kept Hilton's spare key on her keychain. Ames claimed that during one burglary, Prugo put on Hilton's shoes and began dancing around saying, quote-unquote, don't I look good? The Bling Ring burglarized reality TV star Aldrina Patrick's home on the night of the Academy Awards thinking she would have been at the award show's after party. The group stole over $43,000 in Patrick's belongings. Though her home had a security system, she did not set it while she was away for four days visiting her parents. 
Patridge knew right away that she had been burglarized and notified police. The security footage showed the robbers going back and forth between her home and their vehicles. Audrina posted the security footage of the robbery to her website, but it failed to turn up any leads and the bling ring kept committing burglaries. Their next victim was Rachel Bilson, an actress from the TV show The O.C. They burglarized her home multiple times throughout the spring of 2009 and stole almost $300,000 worth of her property. Some of the stolen items were later sold on the Venice Beach boardwalk. Allegedly, Lee felt so comfortable in the home that she would use the bathroom there during burglaries. According to a jar, cash that was stolen during the robberies or earned by selling stolen goods often went towards the teens partying at popular nightclubs. In July of 2009, the bling ring targeted the home of actor Orlando Bloom and his then-girlfriend model, Miranda Kerr. Lee, Krugov, Tamayo, and Nyers were all caught on security footage, and allegedly, this is the only burglary that Nyers was present for. Together, the group stole around $500,000 in goods, including designer luggage, artwork, and a number of Rolex watches. Nyers also claimed that she was intoxicated at the time and did not know the burglary was taking place. She would later divulge a plethora of information to the police. Nyers told them that she and Fergo had been drinking at Vesso, a trendy bar restaurant on Hollywood Boulevard, when Prugo got a call from Lee telling him to come and meet her and that she knew that Prugo and Lee had been burglarizing the homes of celebrities. The group knew that Bloom was in New York shooting a movie and they regularly researched this kind of information on celebrity news websites like TMZ and via social media. They discovered the locations of Star's homes on Google Maps and CelebrityAddressAerial.com and then would survey the homes finding out ways to break in. According to not according to Nyers, Prugo, Lee, and Tamayo covered their faces with their clothes in order to hide from security cameras. Lee cut out a section of the chain link fence surrounding the property and everyone crawled through it. They walked around the house checking windows and doors, finally finding an unlocked door by Bloom's pool. They went inside and Lee, Tamayo, and Prugo began quote-unquote ransacking the house. Prugo later said that he and Nyers were not at Bessel that night and that she was not intoxicated since she was able to walk backwards up the hill to avoid the security cameras. He would go on to share that the group left around 5 a.m., but Lee and Tamayo went back into the home because Lee wanted artwork because, quote, she wanted stuff to decorate her house, end quote. Lee often referred to burglaries as quote-unquote going shopping, and Nick would tell police that everyone would bring a suitcase and fill it with whatever they wanted. The next month, Prugo and Ames robbed the home of actor Brian Austin Green and his then-girlfriend Megan Fox. They stole jewelry, clothing, and a handgun from their residence. The gun was later found at Johnny Adjar's home. The bling ring's last victim was Lindsay Lohan. Lee, Prugo, and Tamayo were present for this robbery. They were seen on security footage wearing hats, hoods, and scarves to hide their faces. In August 2009, they entered her home through a window. An estimated $130,000 worth of Lohan's personal belongings, including jewelry and clothing, were stolen. Robbing Lohan was apparently Lee's quote-unquote biggest conquest. 
Lohan gave security footage to the LAPD, who, with permission, released it to TMZ with the hope of getting tips. This footage made it clear that the robbery of Patridge and Lohan were related. About a month later, Prugo was arrested after an anonymous tip came into police that linked him and Lee to the Lindsay Lohan burglary, saying they had been bragging about a robbery at a party. At first, Prugo denied his involvement, but he eventually confessed to a number of crimes, including several police were not even aware of, and implicated Lee, Tamayo, and Ames. He also told police of their plans to burglarize the homes of Zac Efron, Hilary Duff, Miley Cyrus, and Vanessa Hudgens, and that they tried to break into Ashley Tisdale's home, but were seen by someone and left. Prugo claimed that Lee was the mastermind behind the bling ring, a claim Nyers backed up, and that Lee's, quote, motivation was based on her desire to own the designer wardrobes of the Hollywood celebrities she admired, end quote. Lee then anonymously spoke with several tabloids and told them that Prugo knew Lohan and that Lohan was staging the burglary for publicity. Two weeks later, Tamayo, Ames, Lopez, and Nyers were served search warrants and arrested and were charged with residential burglary. Ajar was arrested and charged with drug possession, possession of a firearm, and possession of ammunition, for which he pleaded not guilty. He was later charged with selling cocaine, possession of a firearm, and receiving stolen property, which he pleaded no contest to. Police arrested Lee at her father's home in Las Vegas, where she had been living for some time. There, they found stolen items, including photos taken from a safe at Paris Hilton's home. Though she was calm at first, she quickly became hysterical. At one point, she asked detectives if they had spoken to the victims and wanted to know, quote, what did Lindsay Lohan say, end quote. Lee was charged with possession of stolen items. In court, she pleaded no contest to residential burglary and was sentenced to four years in prison. After serving one year and four months, Lee was released in March 2013. Prugo pled no contest to two counts of first-degree residential burglary and was sentenced to two years in prison. He was released on probation in April of 2013 after serving one year of his sentence. Lee and Prugo both said that prison was one of the best things that's happened to them, though Prugo would go on to be arrested for solicitation of rape and felony stalking years later. Several of Ames's charges and others were dismissed after Detective Brett Goodwin appeared in the Sofia Coppola movie The Bling Ring, which was a fictionalized take on the real events, causing a conflict of interest. Goodkin was paid for his small role, did not get permission to appear in the film, and was subsequently investigated himself. Ames did receive additional counts of residential burglary when she wore Lindsay Lohan's stolen necklace to court. She was sentenced to two months of community service and three years of probation. Tamayo pleaded no contest to burglary of Lindsay Lohan's house and received the same sentence as Ames. Tamayo reportedly admitted to her role in the burglary after the police threatened her family with quote-unquote immigration consequences during questioning. Lopez pleaded no contest to stealing more than $2 million in Hilton's jewelry and was sentenced to three years of probation. Ajar was sentenced to three years in jail, but released after serving less than one year. Nyers initially pled not guilty to one count of residential burglary, but changed her plea to no contest after learning that Orlando Bloom would testify against her in court. She was sentenced to six months in jail, three years of probation, and was ordered to pay $600,000 in restitution to Bloom. She ultimately only served 30 days in jail and was actually on the same jail block as 
as Lindsay Lohan, who was serving time for a probation violation. The story of the bling ring made headlines and became part of the American pop culture lexicon at the time. In 2010, journalist Nancy Jo Sells interviewed several of the bling ring members, including Prugo and Nyers, for a Vanity Fair article titled, quote-unquote, The Suspects Wore Louis Vuitton. The article inspired the aforementioned 2013 film by Sofia Coppola, starring Emma Watson. Nyers and her family starred in the reality TV show Pretty Wild. Though the pilot episode was filmed prior to Nyers' arrest, the show chronicled her trial. A Lifetime TV movie about the case also aired in 2010. In just under a year, the members of the Bling Ring collectively stole more than $3 million in jewelry and high-end designer goods from various celebrity homes. Del, what are your thoughts on the Bling Ring? I think the Bling Ring is a wild story. And really, it's at its root is envy. I think that the members were envious of the type of wealth that these celebrities had and the things that they were able to afford with their wealth. Thinking back to the Paris Hilton case, I think it's wild that she didn't even notice that things were missing until almost $2 million were gone. I think it just speaks to the vast amount of family fortune she has. It's very strange because I think that when I think of celebrity homes, I think of them as being fairly secure places. And so when thinking of like what place you would want to commit a burglar against, obviously you shouldn't do it to any place. But why would you do it to a celebrity home? I think that the punishments that they got do not fit the crimes that they committed. They broke into people's homes and were getting probation and a very small amount of jail time in a few cases. Even the ringleader of this, Lee, only got a year and a half in jail. You would think that celebrities would be pushing for stronger punishments to send a message to others of just because we have these things, just because we have money, doesn't mean that you get to rob us of it. And it just seems that that didn't happen in this case. What are your thoughts on the bling ring? It's wild to me how they were teenagers and I don't know, some of the things that they planned were very smart. Like going ahead and seeing via social media and the tabloids who was out of town, targeting people based off what they liked to wear, and also using the internet really to help them plan out these crimes, taking an aerial look at the celebrity's home to see, okay, we can get in this way. They would also go and like survey the area before they would go in and break in and they would knock on the door and see if anyone came to the door and then they'd go ahead and start quote unquote going shopping as Rachel Lee said and also her trying to spin it so that saying Lindsay Lohan did this for publicity how crazy is that like who would really think to go ahead and do that so I think it's fascinating Maxim magazine had this interesting quote they said the bling ring were just a knuckle-headed crew of errant teenagers enraptured by the glitz and glamour of Hollywood's cult of celebrity 
which I think that is what it comes down to, but quite a few of the teenagers in the bling ring were privileged and wealthy. Many had families in the entertainment business. I know Rachel Lee was pretty wealthy. Nick Prugo's dad, he was a movie producer. I don't know if this is true, but I wanted to include this in one of the things I read. It said that Nick's dad was jealous of the attention that Nick was getting because it kind of took away from the success of paranormal activity, which if this is the family he's growing up in, like, I'm not surprised that he did turn out to do what he did, frankly. I think it really is just kind of taking like the typical, maybe not typical, but some of the stupid stuff that teenagers do, you know, shoplifting. I've never done it, but it's a pretty common thing with like teenagers, young adults, you know, getting that adrenaline rush and they were just taking it to like a whole other level, really. I wanted to mention for anyone that hasn't seen this, please look up Nancy Joe. This is Alexis Nyers calling on YouTube. It's from the Pretty Wild show that um, Alexis Nyers was on. I watched that when I was in like middle school, high school, whenever it aired. And her trying to leave a voicemail for Nancy Joe is one of the best ever reality TV show moments. I hate to laugh at it, but it is so entertaining. You just have to watch it and see for yourself. So going off of all of this, do you think that they wanted or intended to get caught? Because I've seen that in quite a few articles that I read. I don't know if they wanted to get caught, but maybe you can chalk it up to youth or inexperience. I don't think they did anything to prevent themselves from being caught. I think that they viewed it as a game with no consequences. For example, Ames came to court with a piece of stolen jewelry that she took from Lindsay Lohan. These are not people that are operating as criminal masterminds or really putting much thought into the crimes that they have committed. I think that obviously you look at the amount that they stole and you think that oh my gosh you know they stole more than three million dollars but that was more of who they chose as victims than them actually being confident criminals what do you think i don't really know either i feel like they probably all went into this not really thinking about like an end game or like what happens if we do get caught i know that lee i think had instructed at least prugo to just say like i don't know anything if the police ever came to him i think maybe once they got like nicknamed they really did start to enjoy the attention and it is, like I said, an adrenaline rush. Like, it's fun to have a secret like that, I'm sure. They didn't always go to the trouble to hide their faces. Sometimes Nick Prugo just wore, like, a baseball hat, and you could clearly see his face on some of the security footage. They also never tried to, like, disable the security cameras or avoid them, really. We do know that they were obsessed with celebrity as a whole. I can see why people say that they wanted to do it that they wanted to get caught but I don't really think it was like that I think it was really just ignorance like you had said a few of them I think it was at least Nick and Rachel Lee they were posting pictures with some of the stolen stuff on Facebook and that's how police found them in the first place with this anonymous tip because they couldn't shut up and like I said it's exciting to have a secret and it's so exciting that you might want to brag and tell people about it which is clearly what they did 
I think another reason why people say that they did want to get caught is because Nick went on like tons of talk shows and he's been interviewed definitely the most out of all of the Bling Ring members. So we get a lot of his side of the story. So I can kind of see him wanting or at least enjoying the attention from the aftermath. Rachel Lee, I don't think, has really done any press at all. And she even declined an offer to like appear or be a consultant, I believe, in the Sofia Coppola Bling Ring movie that we've mentioned. So I think she clearly wanted to put it all behind her, where I think Nick Prugo, I don't think he was the mastermind, but I think he really was enjoying it more than maybe the other people involved were. So we wanted to talk about a few other celebrity burglaries and robberies because the bling ring was not the first or the last time that something high profile like this happened. So the first one we're going to talk about is the robbery of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee that led to the release of their sex tape. In 1995, the home of musician Tommy Lee and model actress Pamela Anderson was broken into by Rand Gautier. Gautier was a carpenter who had been renovating Lee and Anderson's home when he was abruptly fired. The couple owed him $200,000 that he was never paid. When Rand returned with another contractor to collect their tools, Lee reportedly pointed a gun at them and threatened the men. Angry, Rand planned to break into a safe that he knew Lee had in his home recording studio. Rand had also installed the couple's home security system and was easily able to disconnect it. According to Rolling Stone magazine, he planned everything to the last detail, even wearing a white Tibetan yak fur rug in order to disguise himself as the couple's dog from the security cameras. Rand dragged the entire safe to his van and eventually broke into it. Inside the safe was jewelry, guns, watches, and a videotape of Lee and Anderson having sex on their honeymoon. The couple did not realize anything had been stolen until months later. Rand, who had previously worked in the porn industry, sold copies of the tape on an anonymous website. He did not make a great deal of money from this, as people soon began pirating the tape and selling their own copies. Anderson and Lee filed a $10 million civil suit against Rand, Penthouse Magazine, and others that was meant to stop the further distribution of the tape. Everything Lee and Anderson had done to try to stop the tape's dissemination had failed. They signed away rights to the tape and never received any financial compensation. The next case that we're going to look at is the Paris robbery of Kim Kardashian. In October of 2016, Kim Kardashian was held at gunpoint and robbed at the No Address Hotel in Paris during Fashion Week. $10 million worth of jewelry, including her $4 million engagement ring, were stolen during the incident. Kim was alone at the hotel and the family's bodyguards were out with two of her sisters at the time. Kim told a French newspaper, quote, I heard a noise at the door like footsteps and I shouted asking, who's there? No one answered. I called my bodyguard at 2.56 a.m. Through the door, I saw two people arrive, plus the night man who was tied up, end quote. Five men entered the guest house Kim was staying in. The robbers tied her hands and feet and put tape over her mouth and legs before they took off with 
her jewelry. She shared the thoughts going on in her head during the robbery saying, quote, I just knew that was the moment. They were going to shoot me in the head. I just prayed that Courtney's going to have a normal life after she sees my dead body on the bed, end quote. Kim also believed that she was going to be raped. 12 people were charged with the crime and it was discovered they had planned the crime for over two years. Police said the robbers plotted the jewelry heist from researching her Snapchat account and examining the expensive pieces they wanted to steal. So going off of all of that, we wanted to talk a little bit about celebrities, privacy, social media, and how that can lead to robberies and burglaries, even for the average person. Attorney Blair Burke, who represented some of the celebrities who were burglarized in the bling ring, claims that websites like TMZ actually created the problem by encouraging the invasive practices of the paparazzi and rewarding such behavior by giving any willing miscreant his own moment in the sun. Audrina Patrick said, quote, being on a reality show, I became a bit desensitized to all the paparazzi and the public knowing so much about me. But now people know where I live and go to dinner. On the other hand, I realize this is an industry and people are profiting from it. There's really not much incentive for these gossip sites to change, end quote. This string of celebrity home invasions led investigators to theorize, quote, one possible reason for the recent trend of celebrities being targeted is the fact that many flaunt their homes and luxurious goods on social media. It seems that the suspects are targeting individuals with expensive jewelry, expensive of cars and things of that nature. End quote. Average people have also been targeted by robbers because of their social media posts. A 2018 survey by Assurant, a provider of property casualty insurance coverage, found that 40% of renters posted about their escapades while they were still out of town. One survey out of the UK showed that more than 78% of burglars are using social media to find their targets. Posting about your vacation can almost be like giving your keys out to burglars. Sergeant Timothy Jenkins told ABC News Oklahoma that, quote, there are people out there that watch social media accounts and they do pay attention to that. Whether it be your neighbor or people that are friends with your kids or you on social media, they look at that kind of stuff, end quote. Burglars can get information from posts your friends share or retweets as well. So it doesn't even necessarily have to be anything you're posting. Something to keep in mind for everyone out there. So do you think people tend to not see celebrities as victims because of their status and their quote unquote job? I think that anytime someone has a level of wealth, people feel that if a financial crime happens to them, it's not as bad. It's well, they have a ton of money. And Paris Hilton didn't even know almost $2 million of her stuff was stolen, so why should I care? I feel like people don't see celebrities as people, and so it's really hard for the general public to connect a victimhood status to them. And I think this can happen in a wide array of situations, and I think that 
the onus needs to be on the public to make sure that we're always humanizing celebrities and knowing that having money and having fame doesn't mean that when tragic things happen to you that they're easier to deal with. I pretty much agree. I do feel bad. I can't imagine what having no privacy is like or having like your home address out for everyone to see. People can like take a tour of your neighborhood and learn where you live and take pictures of your house. Like if that's happening to the average person, that's really creepy, but it's automatically fine and celebrities should just have to deal with it. Like I know it is a element of the industry that has been around for decades, but I don't really think it's fair and okay for celebrities to have to deal with all of that. Certain celebrities, probably more so influencers and reality stars, sometimes they do get promoted to sort of flaunt their wealth, like wear all of this jewelry, make a post about all, you know, X, Y, Z, and we'll pay you for it. So maybe that is how like flaunting wealth is sort of evolving. I definitely think people see this as like a victimless crime, especially with Paris Hilton, because she didn't even know until they had robbed her home like four times, which is crazy to me. You had mentioned this earlier. It is really shocking to see like the lack of security too in some of these houses. I wouldn't say like celebrities are bringing it upon themselves, but when it comes to the security, I would think like, why wouldn't you have a better system? Like you're really going to keep your door unlocked and your key under the mat? That doesn't make any sense. She grew up wealthy. It's not like it was a new thing. These are crimes with victims and there is a major violation of privacy and like you hinted at you know this is like a very traumatic thing for people and then it affected Kim Kardashian so much she like doesn't even feel comfortable wearing her engagement ring I'm sure she's not the only one of these celebrities that we've mentioned whose life was really affected if not you know for a few months a year for the rest of their lives it's not all right that wraps up this week's case. Thank you for listening. Let us know in the comments what you think about the bling ring. You can read more about this case and how to support us in the links below. We will be back next week with a brand new episode focused on the bomb collar bank robbery. As always, stay safe.